today I'm getting together with my friend, Matthew Bristol. Matthew and I have known each other for years and years, and once in a while we get together for a coffee, and I reached out to him to see how he's doing with this coronavirus situation. Oh. Matt is a store manager at Wilson's Leather. Yes. And Wilson's Leather has shut down, so Matt, tell us, first of all, are you healthy today? Yes, I am doing very healthy. I have asthma, so I have to be careful a little bit, you know, my interaction. So I do stay home most of the time, but yeah, I am healthy. Where's your retail shop? Where's Wilson's Leather? Wilson's Leather is about, is in the town of Newark at the Christiana Mall. So I only live like five minutes away from the stores, which is very nice. But you're closed down now. Yes, we are closed down. We've been closed down for about a month-ish. And right before we closed, they put us on limited hours from like 12 to 7. So it was just very limited hours. It was just two coverage, you know, me, myself, and then one of my assistant, either my assistant or one of my uh, floor supervisors. Does that mean the store had limited hours or they just rotated employees? So the mall had limited hours and our company actually before the mall put limited hours, my company put us at limited hours because they wanted to protect their employees and protect their customers. That's good to know that retailers are thinking about their employees and and their consumers, their, their customers. Yes, yes. What's the future look like for Wilson's Leather or, and or the mall? On this past week, we've been doing some video conferencing on Zoom with our corporate partners. I'm getting ready for reopening. I'm making sure we are having the best people in our that work for us, like our assistant managers, our floor supervisor, and our associates. So we've been doing some prepping to get back into stores. Different states are slowly opening their states up to go back. So it's going to be a slow process of reopening. Our West Coast stores are starting to open now. And I think Tennessee and the Carolinas are going to be opening up soon. But it's going to be a little bit of a process. Do you have changes in place? Things that will be different? They haven't revealed all of it yet, but I'm assuming we're going to be limiting people into the stores. You know, we're going to have two people at the store at all times, one taking care of customers and one also at the front door, like making sure we only have a certain amount of people in the store to make sure we're social distancing. And then we also have to have to clean between oh. each customer at the register. Like they have, they're going to be coming out with a list of like what we have to do between, you know, once you ring up one customer, you have to clean out, you know, clean down the cash app um, before the next customer. And we already yeah. were doing face mask challenges. We were all taking pictures, selfies, sending and sending it to the one district manager. So that way the company knows we're ready to get going. Delaware is a little far away for me to go shopping, particularly right <laughs> now. So I also know and would like you to share a little bit about what you're doing to keep yourself busy and to help keep our lifestyles going right now, how you're yes. giving back. Yeah, so they closed our store, our Wilson stores, about a month ago. Thankfully, the company is still paying their store managers and their district managers. And there's like probably about 10 brands that are actually still doing that in the retail industry right oh, now. That's all? So that's, that's yes. Yeah. So I'm getting my full paycheck, my full salary paycheck every two weeks. So what I decided to do is I applied at a grocery store to do overnight stocking. 
of the shelves. That is so necessary right now, particularly yes. with all these shortages of people just yes. scooping things up and buying in a panic. Yes. That has to be a different experience for you from going from management to stocking. Well, I like to say that I am not above anything. Okay, I am not good. above anything. I guess I am a store manager, but you know, it's a way to help the community. So last night I actually worked 10 to, I worked to 10 to six um, and we had a truck. Um, it was probably about seven pallets of product that came in. Um, it comes in like four times a week. And so we just break the load down and then put it in the different aisles. I have two main aisles I take care of. It's the uh, grocery, like the canned goods aisle and the baking aisle. So those are like my two main aisles that I do every time I'm there. It's kind of like repetitive. Can you listen it's to like repetitive. an audio book or music? So I have put my headphones in and I jam out. Good. Tell yeah. us what else you do to, what you wear to keep safe. Um, well, they give us a mask, like a cloth mask, and we have protective gloves that they give us. So we are closed while we're stocking. So I actually don't have to deal with customers. And the store closes at 10 and then opens at 7. So I get in there, do my thing. So you feel pretty safe. I feel pretty safe, but I'm in two specific aisles. I'm not dealing with anyone else. But they do give us gloves, and we do wear gloves um, while we're touching the product. Okay, probably important because there's, there's all kinds of reports coming about how long this virus lasts on different yes. surfaces. So when I get my groceries delivered, I'm even a little bit... <laughs> paranoid do i dare use that word about myself yes i am <laughs> it is what it is especially the, during what's going on right now it is what it is you know a pragmatic approach is probably going to help us get through this step by step yes, mm -hmm. you know? yes. so it is what it is tell us <clears throat> is there toilet paper on your shelves we did get a skid of toilet paper and paper towels so and we get how fast did it get scooped up um, it will probably be scooped up by the end today. So you just put it on the shelves last night? just put night. it on the shelves uh, this last night, this morning, yes. They do limit it to one package per person for any Clorox disinfecting wipes, which we do get in some. I've actually managed to scoop up some for ourselves here. Toilet paper, paper towels, like things like that is limited because we don't have a lot of it coming in. But by the end of the next day, all that stuff is gone. What else are people buying a lot of? Um, they're buying a lot of uh, soups, canned soups. They're buying a lot of canned vegetables, baking items. So a lot of people are baking right now. So every night that we have a load, I'm putting flour out. I'm putting out baking soda and baking powder. We get a lot of pre-packed box mixes for cakes and stuff. Basically everything that's in the store is selling. Do you think because people are staying home more that they're actually baking more and not buying the pre-processed food as much? Yes. Yes. I, I actually think people are taking advantage of being at home to be with their family and to do things together. I think that's what's happening because we're selling through all of that, like really fast. And every load that we get, it's gone. And then until the next day or the next load, we're putting it right back on the shelves. So you had to adjust to working all night and sleeping all day. <laughs> yes, it's it's actually pretty rough for me to be uh, being the night owl. Like I can be a night owl, but like it's a total total switch of my body system. I'm still not used to it. I've been doing this for a month, okay, and I'm still not quite used to it. I'm just you know sleep during the day and up at night. My boyfriend misses me. He's like, I don't get to see you anymore because he works from home, 
now and like he's doing 10 to 10 and I'm 10 to 6. So, a lot of adjustments in your home. Yes. It sounds to me like you're doing well and you're coping pretty well. But how are you coping? Do you have to do put any new mental adjustments in place? Yeah. So actually, uh, right after this all happened, I would wake up in the middle of the night with panic attacks. It happened probably about four times in one week. And I feel like what I've decided to do is not be on Facebook as much because there's a lot of negativity on Facebook and a lot of mistruths on Facebook. And if I want to find one to say updated, then I keep myself updated what's going on. I go on to the State of Delaware webpage um, and like different things, you know, about what's going on. I go to John Hopkins website, um, CDC website, you know, just to keep myself knowing what's going on. But I'm limiting my Facebook access because there's a lot of negativity there. And I don't need that. One of my managers, she says she was on Facebook right after this happened for 10 hours straight and she could not deal. I said, you need to get off of Facebook and just like, you got to shut all that negativity out. Create yourself, put yourself in a panic, you know, like what, what's going to happen, blah, 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 you know, everything like that. Like you're just going to be, it's going to be crazy. And people are panicking. So you have to make sure you are taking care of yourself mentally. That is really Really good advice. One of the things I've noticed about Facebook too is there's a lot of divisiveness now because there's so much misinformation coming out. Yes. That people mm-hmm. are choosing which information they choose to believe and basing yes. their actions and their attitudes on Mistress. their beliefs. And yes. some of them are very misinformed. And I would like to say to everybody, go to John Hopkins University and the CDC and follow the science instead of other people's opinions or a news site that just decided to pop up right now to publish sensational stories and and put out clickbait, right? Yep. You have to make sure that what you're absorbing is correct and you just make sure it's well-rounded because I feel like looking at the different places gives me a better picture of what actually is going on. And having friends in the medical field, too. I have a friend that's at John Hopkins right now. That is good, to have people in the medical field that will give us more of a raw scoop. But some of them don't. it It is a really horrible horrible sickness. By the time it takes all over over all of the systems of your body and you have to be hospitalized. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't wish that on anybody. No, no. So if I can stay home and be a hero that way. Yes. (laughs) I will stay home. I really appreciate Instacart right now. And and I, I marvel at it. You know, when they dash up to my porch and they drop my groceries and run away real fast. I, (laughs) I peek out and I see, are they wearing masks? (laughs) Are they wearing gloves? And I marvel at their bravery, actually. I know a lot of them actually need to have those jobs. Yes. yes. Nevertheless, it's very courageous. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. definitely, yeah. And one of the other reasons why I took this job is my mother is a uh, substitute school teacher in Lebanon, Lancaster Counties. She currently has no work. So some of my money that I'm making from the grocery store is going to go to her. I actually wrote her a check yesterday to mail out to her that uh-huh. way you have, you have to take care of family you have it's not just about you you need to be able to be also reaching out and helping other people and that's yeah. really good Matthew I hope that that's an example for some other people to think about. yeah definitely with this like 
I mean, it's a virus, it's bad, but like, I feel like it came at a time where people are been focused on themselves and it gives them a way to like, okay, it's not just about me. And like I said before, it's all about your perspective. Make sure you're taking, helping take care of it. Someone else, you know, making sure that your family's taken care of. I, I reach out to my, my management staff. I reach out to my family quite a bit, you know, making sure they're well. My friends, I have one of my friends texted me last night. He's like, hey, can we FaceTime today? I was like, yes, let's FaceTime today. You know, I'm just making sure we're taking care of the people that are around us whether it be contributing money, stocking grocery shelves, or just being there to listen and to talk to someone who might be having some issues. One of the reasons I started this podcast, actually, is because people have stories and they need to hear stories and they need to tell their stories. Yes. And in hearing somebody else's story, they can identify sometimes and realize they're not in it alone. And the other thing that can happen is that they can get good ideas about how to cope Mm-hmm. from people like you and you've given <laughs> us a lot of really good ideas today i wish you all the best matthew thank you i, I wish you the best too i i remember that one time we were met at central market for coffee that was that was good before we close this i would yes. like to take a moment of silence to just mm-hmm. reflect on the seriousness of this and mm-hmm. to be thankful for you Togethering, because we will get through this better when we get through it together.